Hi everybody. So today we're going to be having a little conversation about some media, books, things that we've been getting into recently. Um, so my name's Neve. I am a third year student, so I've just graduated and I'm here with two very close friends who are going to introduce themselves now. Hi, yes, my name's Barnaby. Um, I'm also a third year student. I just finished studying drama, um, which Neve was also on the same course as me. So we've done both, yeah, we've both done really well to get to the end of our three years. And yeah, looking forward to having a nice chat today. Hi, I'm Ashni. I am currently doing my legal practice course here at Dewey Leicester. And yeah, I've been working with uh, Neem and Barnaby for a while now. So how does freedom feel? <laughs> Since finishing uni, we've had so much free time. Like, what do I do with all this time? I know. <laughs> what have you been doing? So much, honestly. I've been doing so much things. I've been very artsy, very crafty, lots of decorating and things like that at the moment. What about you guys? Honestly, I'm surprised Neve's even managed to fit this podcast in. Like, <laughs> weren't you decorating till like really late last night? <laughs> Yes, yes. So I started decorating um, my mum's room yesterday uh, during the whole shebang and I started about ten, half ten and I finished about half past twelve last night. Oh. Oh See, God. that's still decent because I actually went to sleep. I'm surprised I'm even awake for the podcast because <laughs> I went to sleep at six o'clock in the morning because what? I was watching something. Why? Oh Why? Why? <laughs> it's more important. No, but basically, so I I just started this program on Netflix called Mini Heist. Oh, yeah. You just started it. I just started it. Woman. So now do you understand why I couldn't sleep? Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what, what, so have you only just started Mini Heist? Yeah, like day before yesterday. So I'm on season two, episode four, and I You're cannot sleep, guys. on season two guys. already. <laughs> I can't sleep, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, Mini Heist is one of the best things I've ever watched. It's a controversial series because it's dubbed, um, meaning that yeah. it's... Is it Italian or is it French? It's Spanish. 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 So it's Spanish actors, and they're obviously doing the Spanish talking, but there's English people speaking. Oh, the yeah. There is a on Netflix. You can change it to um, yeah, to like um, so the original sound. <laughs> I didn't know that, <laughs> I, I didn't know that until me. one season later. <laughs> it oh really gosh. doesn't bother me because I don't mind that the lips don't match the speaking because it's such a crazy good series that you get so engrossed in it anyway. Yeah. But it I think is. that kind of comes back to, you know, like how you watch shows because, you know, Neve, like you often put stuff on in the background and you're very much mm -hmm. a multitasker. Whereas I feel like, I'm oh. not sure about you, Ashley, but I'm very much, when I watch a show, like particularly because I've done film studies and stuff, like I'm, I'm, I'm watching the show, like I'm watching it all, like I'm paying attention to it. I will often pause if I want to text or something just because like, oh I, you know, I want to enjoy the show like I want to and also I can be quite critical of it you know like if it's a good show then I want to see the nice shots I want to see all the I, cool stuff they're doing I'm like that because I also did um so the previous masters I did was investigative journalism so I think the way I Ooh. watch shows is I start watching how they're filming it or you know just like yeah. with, with programs like crime ones or like mysteries mm -hmm. and stuff I can't just have them in the background because I, I don't want to miss anything but yeah, no, I agree like with comedy that. Comedy ones, I don't mind. Like Friends, I don't mind having Friends oh, yeah. in the background. Friends, yeah, exactly, Modern yeah. Family, Absolutely, How I Met Your yeah. Mother. 
Yeah, you go. exactly. I can, I can literally I do think I got off. a little bit too into Modern Family, to be honest. Well, don't Modern spoil Family. it. Don't spoil it. I've just finished it on Netflix. I've now moved on to Sky because the Sky has the last three seasons. I've just got the last three seasons. I haven't See, seen the last. I haven't got Sky, so I haven't seen that. You're a lifesaver because I didn't know that they have them on Sky and I was sad I couldn't find them anywhere, but now yeah. I know where to find them. Although I know the ending because my boyfriend spoiled it for me. Oh no! <laughs> I don't mind. I quite like spoilers. Yeah, I don't I, mind spoilers. I love it. I like to know what's, what the end, what's going to happen at the end before it happens. Yeah, that's I don't so mind weird. that. No, that's but... so that's so weird. I don't. It's like if I'm you. reading if I'm reading a book, I like to read the end before I read the beginning. <laughs> okay, I don't do no, that, I remember... but I don't mind if somebody tells me what happens. Unless it's like it's super engrossing, and that I think that's different, but. Have you read any the... though, then? Oh, I, uh, over lockdown, I've read quite a bit. I haven't read recently, but I think okay. that's because I've got engrossed in, like, Netflix. Um, <laughs> but there's been three books that I've done over lockdown. Okay. Um, I finished one called Surrounded by Idiots. Um, so, <laughs> I know, I know, when you say it like that, it sounds quite weird. Um, but it's actually a book about personality types. So, okay. it's about... Um, so, for example, us three will all have different um, personality types depending on how much of an introvert or an extrovert we are yeah. um, and how different types of people interact with jobs and other personalities. It's really, really interesting. It's quite a psychological book. And I have another one that's similar to that that's also about um, mm-hmm. the rules of thinking, which is oh. how to improve your day-to-day thinking and um, challenge yourself. So... They've been really, really good books. And I've also been reading um, Silka's Journey. It's a book oh. about World War Two. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so one of the best-selling books in, I think it was last year or the year before, was The Tattooist of Auschwitz. I'm not sure if any of you guys about, have heard I've of heard it. I've heard about that one, actually. Oh, my gosh, it's incredible. Like, I haven't read it, though. I wasn't ever a big reader, and then I bought it because... Mm. Um, when I used to go to work, I didn't, I didn't drive two years ago. So okay. on the way to work, it was an hour bus journey. I mean, an hour. So I wanted to spare some time, so I bought a book. Um, and then I got hooked, and that's how I bought the second, ver- the second one of this thing. But it's a real-life story, so it's quite, it's quite sad. And you go through like a, an emotional journey. I love books. Like, I remember when the lockdown began, I, I think the wisest thing I did do, and I think I said it to you guys on one of the lives or something that we had done, um, I went to Kimberlin and I remember packing out, like, 10 to 12 books that I could take home to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read all of them. I think the best one I've read um, was actually given to me by my friend a few weeks ago. Um, and it was this book by a junior doctor called um, Dr. Adam Kay. And the book okay. was called This Is Going To Hurt. And... I haven't stopped going on and on about it since I've read it. I recommend it to you. It's such a, um, it's basically like this encounters um, from a junior doctor's experience um, oh, you know, yes. in the hospital I've and stuff. Oh, I've seen that. And it's, it's really controversial, isn't it? Like, it some of the is. stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah. And I can see why, because some of the encounters, you're just sitting there like, oh my God. There's another one. I think there's another one, maybe a similar writer did, called like The Encounters of a Law Firm. And it's about what, oh, it's, like read a, that. what it's like to be a lawyer <laughs> and some of the let's say dodgy things that happen behind the scenes and like why did no one the tell me about this one before because i'm doing the lpc at the moment so i feel i should have read that before picking uh, my degree <laughs> there's loads of nip to wh smith oh 
do that actually. I love books. Barnaby, do you like books? Yeah, I do like books. I do. I feel a bit like I'm still. I feel kind of transitioning out of that stage of I have like I've still got all my uni books in my room. I, I need to mm-hmm. take back. But obviously, we've not been able to go back onto campus yeah. for a while. Um, I really want to read. Like I've seen it all over Instagram. It looks so cool. And one of my friends had got that book. Um, Women don't owe you pretty. It looks like oh. a really cool book. Um, it looks really art. It's kind of cartoonish on the front. Um, but yeah, basically, it looks really good. It's like a kind of feminist book, like a really empowering mm-hmm. book. Um, I haven't read it myself, but I, I've definitely, like, now one of my friends has had it, like, I've got myself first to get it lended out to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a really, a really cool book. And apparently it's really, um, and it's a really inclusive book, so it doesn't really matter, like, you know, whether you're a cis woman or someone who you know just identifies as, as a woman not just identifies I mean as in <laughs> or even I guess or even I guess like an ally like feminist yeah. allies because even I'm sure even cis men who are very I don't know like manly man <laughs> um could probably still read the book and get a lot of it out of it yeah, yeah definitely I mean, I, because I it's about it patriarchy it so yeah it does yeah and that's, the, that's exactly, you're so right, Neve. like, it's, you know, deconstructing the whole ideas of patriarchy and what it's taught women and how, mm-hmm. you know, taught women how to behave and stuff, like, ex- men's expectations and things. So, like, yeah. from a structural point of view as well, like, you know, I don't think men should read the book and sit there being offended at, like, <laughs> some of the things it's yeah. saying. I think one really interesting thing with books nowadays, it's quite disheartening at the same time, is um, the fact now social media and uh, multimedia has taken over. So not many people do read books anymore. Yeah. And not many people are appealed by yeah. it. Especially if you haven't been brought up with books, you wouldn't go out of your way and go, oh yeah, I'm going to go buy a book, which is yeah. quite sad. But I think that books is one of those things that if you know what you like, if you just get into it and do it because... If people like drama, you're going to get hooked. If you like comedy, the books can do it as well. You just have to, like, trust the process and have faith in it. I feel like books, honestly, and I might get, like, for this, but honestly, I feel like sometimes books are so much more better than, like, the, you know, like, movie adaptions of it. Like, very honestly, Mm -hmm. I still hands down say Harry Potter books were better than the movies. Yeah, I've heard that so many times. I've never read it. It It looks a bit chunky for me. I, you know, I, I still would say it's what you said, you know, just get into it, give it a go. <laughs> I hands down think that the, the books no, are no, controversial and you both going to hate me saying this. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. Oh, I mean, I not still haven't watched Harry the last two, so. <laughs> I've read the books though. I've read what? The, books. the last two are the best films. Oh. I, d- I don't really like any of the other films other than Deathly Hollows part one, part two. And okay. any ones I really like. So. I mean, I, I haven't, I still haven't watched all of them, so I am, I mean, I'm not coming for you, it's fine. I mean, in relations to um, films and stuff, the other day, I think it was, not yesterday, the day before, so two days ago, um, I spent the whole day watching eight hours of Lucifer. I've heard about that programme, wow. actually. You not watched it? You do not watch no, Lucifer? No. I've not watched it. It's on my it's, it's on my to watch list. Because yeah. I, I had exams. You guys have graduated. I had but exams I, I start- for one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I started it a while ago, so obviously it came out let's say two years ago or something. I started okay. it then. And I believe it's on Amazon Prime. 
the first, um, I'm going to say four seasons are on Amazon, then the last two are on Netflix. It's so annoying when they're all on different streaming sites. When they're sites. split up, yeah. But yeah, it's really. so such a good, uh, such a good series, and it's about the devil, um, and it's got like really nice aspects of like um, the devil's family, God. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That it sounded like religious. It's not a religious. Yeah, I was, say, I was like, could, could it's, it have? It's about. I don't want to give anything away. It's about the devil who came to Earth, okay. and he helped solve crime. Okay. Um, and he's a detective. Oh. So it's a bit like I guess in the same genre as like Sherlock Holmes. Like if you like Sherlock Holmes, you're definitely gonna like Lucifer. It is. It is on my to watch list. So I might give it a go after I'm done with Money Heist, and then because I'm yeah. gonna need something to watch anyway. Mm-hmm. I know oh. what you mean. Though it doesn't sound, you know, overly like kind of religious. It's, it kind of reminds me of The Good Place and kind of you know how they did it. Like it's obviously oh, like, The Good Place kind of was about, good. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously mm-hmm. that was kind of about yeah. you know like the afterlife and stuff, but then it was never kind of like specifically like you know Christianity or something specific. It was more kind yeah, of looking at, yeah, exactly. So, but it's obviously it's based off a aspect of um, religious parts, but it's not religious yeah. at all. If, if, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to tread carefully. I'm not sure yeah. how to word it correctly. <laughs> if you know what I mean? I mean, no, yeah. I I think it makes sense. Like, you know, I think is it it's, is it an adaptation or something? Because I know that at the moment there's a lot of that going on. Like, I I recently watched um, on BBC One actually. It's one of my favorite books called A Suitable Boy, and it's a okay. thousand page book. But I read this back like when I was doing my GCSEs, but wow. they've got an adaptation of it on BBC One and the program was actually really, really good. It's got about, I think, six episodes, if I'm not wrong. I'd recommend it because, again, yeah. that program was more about, um, you know, like New Age India and like how post-partition or during partition, um, it was just exploring a family and how that girl had to like pick her husband and stuff. That's the angle that the BBC adaptation has taken, and I'd recommend it. It was quite nice, actually. I'm saying BBC have some really good stuff. They I think do. it's really underrated, but they do. It, obviously, like the like the series you've just said, and then they've got a massive hit with Killing Eve and yeah. things I've like heard that. About that one. Oh my gosh, you've not watched it. No. <laughs> Killing Eve's incredible. But they have so many hits, the BBC do. See, like, when I started uni, so during my undergrad years, I used to watch series, like, hands out. Like, I finished Suits, I finished How to Get Away with Murder. Of course. You know, The Good Wife. (laughs) So everything I was watching at that point was very, like, law-related, because obviously that was my degree. Yeah. And then I moved on to my second one, and everything just was very chill. So all the Mm. uh, comedy programs, you know, Modern Family new girls i mean two broke girls all of that kind of stuff yeah and then my lpc happened and everything just kind of like stopped and that's it you went and watched shameless uk (laughs) shameless us (laughs) the office uk the office us (laughs) (laughs) do you do you guys have like a preference as like in comparison to like american programs as oh yeah like british programs it's do you see like a difference in terms of like massive difference okay okay so the Office UK. What's everyone thinking of the Office UK? And let's just yeah, well, leave that one there. <laughs> I know maybe 
like I know you don't like Ricky Gervais anyway. Um, mm. so, but I, I think just like the don't Office find UK, him funny. Like, I understand, He's not funny. I think <laughs> with the Office dry. UK, like you've got to have patience with it. Like particularly the first episode, I didn't really find very funny. Um, it's a very different. Like it's still very clever. Like I think the comedy, some of the comedy in the Office UK is far more cleverer and cleverer. like superior than. <laughs> Like, it's hard to explain. Like, the jokes are just built so much more. But what's the point? What's the point? And, and, and it's also... If you have to sit and think about it, why do that when I can no, just go that's watch not what I The said. Office US? I don't know. I didn't say you have to sit and think about it. I'm saying the way the jokes are constructed can be clever. Like, you know, even just... There's, you know, there's a lot... I know this doesn't do with it being clever, but, like, there's a lot more sarcasm, obviously, in the, in yeah. the British one and the American one. I really... I think the American one is so much easier to watch so much yes. easier to get into like I just I don't really I don't know I'm not saying I have a preference but I'm going to stand mm-hmm. up for the UK one a bit before we <laughs> inflate it because I think, I think main, it's really clever I think the main thing with um UK versus US with TV shows when it's the same show for example like Shameless and The Office yeah. is I think I know it's I want to stick up for the UK I really do but I can't <laughs> because the US okay, I think dive they dive further into storylines in the US one, so I found both with Seamus and The Office, they don't rush over things. If there's a storyline, they'll fully explore the storyline before moving on to the next thing. However, and you I would get say that's more much easier to do. It's much easier to do when you're remaking something for the second time and you've already got a blueprint yeah. and you've already got Hold all that up, feedback. No, in. I, I don't <laughs> agree with that because The Office UK, the first episode, six, let's, I could. I'm not going to give it away, but yeah, I, don't watched... give, I was just going to say, don't give it away. I'm going to. But it, it has six, um, six events happening in one episode. Okay. Whereas those six events were storylines in the US. So, but why, again, why I, think I think it's what Barnaby said. Maybe it's because, you know, like in terms of production and stuff, it's like the broadcast time you have. And like if you're remaking it, you know, people have already watched it. So you're being America, better yeah, exactly America has more money yeah. as well. I'm not. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think you've got to remember because it's been made a different. They, they yeah. already have all of that experience. They've watched. They've literally seen the blueprint of the show. They can, you know, everything that people complained about it and didn't like, they can fix it. Yeah, they, I yeah think exactly. Okay, so we've talked about so many things. I was just thinking to leave this podcast, if you guys want to tell me what is something that you would definitely recommend for people who are listening right now to get into. Um, Barnaby, what are you thinking? I'd absolutely recommend um, checking out The Politician on Netflix. Um, It's a Netflix Mm. original. And um, I know it's going to sound like it's a bit like, um, you know, we were talking about and a good place and other shows like that earlier you would think it's all political and oh I don't want to get into that but like it's really not about kind of left or right um it's actually more about the chase and the, the kind of the whole lead up to trying to win an election um and just how far um people will go and just how shady and how low it'll all go um and it's that you know it starts off kind of in a high school setting so it's very kind of um chill and kind of laid back but very very funny and artsy um and then the second season kind of moves into a bit more of a formal election race as well um and so yeah i'd absolutely recommend that because i think you'll you'll watch it and you'll you'll look at real life politics regardless of you know whether they're tory or labor you'll be able to go oh that's just like them in real life but you know it's not 
you're not going to watch it and be offended by your political views. Oh, you know what? I love how we wanted to talk about like stuff we've been watching, but I literally have had like my notepad on like the entire time, and I've been writing down like all the stuff you guys have said because oh. I, I need stuff to watch. That's so um, good. I had to recommend. Okay, I'm gonna. I probably have like a long list because it's me. Um, but I think the one that I would recommend. Okay, I'll probably recommend two. I'd obviously say Money Heist if you haven't mm-hmm. already watched it. I do recommend it, but I'm assuming because everybody's watched it, I'll say um, I think Prime is where I watched it on Amazon Prime. It's this program called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah, which is it, it's set in the 50s, if I'm not wrong, and it's mm. about this woman who you know supposedly has society's idea of everything she could want, so uh, you know a perfect marriage, kids, mm-hmm. um, money, all of that. And then she, you know, figures out she's got a talent. So she figures out she can do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And it's basically about how she then, you know, like, ventures into that. And it's such a, like, light-hearted but interesting program. So I'd definitely recommend that um, if I if Money Heist is already done. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. I started watching Marvelous Mrs. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I started watching it, but I didn't fully get into it just because, I don't know, I think I must have been distracted by something. But I remember watching the first few episodes. I'm really enjoying it. it. 100%. What about you? I think, at the moment, I I mean, I love low-maintenance programmes, things in the background. Um, So, at the moment, I've started watching something on Netflix. So, I love competition shows, anything quite simple. Um, so at the moment I'm watching, I think it's called um, The Biggest Cakes or The Greatest Cakes or mm. The Great Cake Makers. Uh, and then there's another version of it. It's like chocolate. So it's like The Biggest yeah. Chocolate or The Chocolate Creations. I can't remember what it's fully called. But if you literally type in chocolate, I'm sure you'll find it. And it's about um, making big sculptures out of chocolate um, and making like mass art pieces that are all edible. Um, so obviously one's about chocolate and another series is about cake and like somebody's made a whole working steam um, engine train oh, or train wow. a steam train um, out of cake and it's working like the wheels move and everything honestly it's fantastic um, really low maintenance so that it's you incredible. can you can sit and watch it because it's really engrossing to just sit and watch someone make sculptures out of cake and chocolate. Mm-hmm. But also, it's low maintenance because you can have it in the background whilst you're doing something else. So it's like best of both worlds. I love that term, low maintenance programs. That's the mm. one thing I've picked. I love low maintenance programs. Okay. Well, like things with things with storylines that you don't need to watch every episode to still follow. I really enjoy those. Love it. Yeah. So oh, anyway. It's been really, really nice talking to you guys. Um, and anyone who's still listening, well done for getting this far. Um, I hope we've made you laugh. Yeah, maybe say goodbye to your sleep if you're listening and wanting to watch every single thing that we've, <laughs> that we've said. 